How is it going, everyone? How's it going, Chris? Good. My camera works today. Yeah. <laughs> I seem like a lot of things hopefully going to be work a little bit better today, but one thing that doesn't change is the intro. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Gaming Over 30, where we talk about some of the things that we love growing up with and how we still love them today. My name is Dushan Williams. Here's my co-host, Chris Moncada. And Chris, I have a question for you. Has anybody ever asked you what type of gamer you are? All the time, man. And I feel like I'm always that person who, uh, what's it called? I'm like that typical answer that you usually get, but what's it called? I'm actually that answer where it's just like, I kind of play a little bit of everything. <laughs> like there's not one thing I play. There's not one genre that I stick to. There is not one type of system I stick to or anything like that. Like I always hear like, it literally happened to me at uh, when I was picking up all my when I decided to get my uh, Pixel Pro and all that stuff. And I was talking to the cashier guy and everything. And he's like, "Oh, do you play games?" So I was like, "Yeah, I do." He's like, "What kind of games do you play?" It's like, "Well, I play a little bit of everything." He's like, "Like what?" It's like, oh, "Like well, my main used to be Destiny Two, but then I'm playing Cult of the Lamb, and then I started jumping back into the Persona Five Royale and everything, and then I've been playing this and that." And he's like, "Oh, I I just play Call of Duty," and I'm like, "That's cool, dude." You know what I mean? Like that's like props to you, but like it really one of those things where it's just like, oh man, like and like it happens to be all the time, especially like where I work and stuff of like that. Since I work retail and everything, like I'll have people, coworkers, customers, stuff of like that, and like they'll bring us something about a game. It's like, oh yeah, it's like what do you play? It's like oh, I play this. They're like, oh, I, I just play this. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like yeah, you know, I'm not here to judge, but like I always feel like that one dude who's like, as soon as I start talking about the games, it's like, oh wait, like. They're kind of not at, at my level where I'm like in like in it, following the industry and knowing what's coming out and wanting to try this and that and everything. <laughs> what about yourself? You know me, like uh, I have to be careful sometimes because the same thing. You know me. I if once like, me and you kind of engage in a thing that I like or know about, I'll probably keep talking and probably be hard for it to stop me. It's just one of those things where it's all like you know when you find someone's like, is this person one of my people? And then you test the limits, and then the limits were like, no, okay, no, I, I, I jumped in too deep. I, I apologize. But back. <laughs> pretty much, like you know, it's like you, there are some people that are like, I, you know, I enjoy gaming. Some people that you don't. Normally, sometimes you just have to hold in the conversation. Like they must not know yet. They must not know I'm a gamer. And then it's like, oh, maybe no. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like you, you start going through the up and down. And I mean. I I do have some people ask me. Uh, it's not the first thing, so at least I don't have that gamer look to me. It's something that right. you have to warm up to me about. So I I do get the question on occasion, and you know I I was just kind of thinking about that because it was asked to me recently, and I don't think anybody's really tried to define what kind of gamer they are, like kind of put like some kind of label on it. So I thought for today we should just talk about what kind of gamer we are but i just thought it'd be kind of weird if we just kind of just try to just soul dive without any context <laughs> so i kind of thought well well what does the internet have that we can share and i was looking a little bit earlier on kind of like a how would i say those surveys those little questionnaires things that you know buzzfeeds know for and just kind of say hey maybe we can go through one of these and just kind of talk about ourselves on each one of them and then let's just see what this thing says as far as what kind of gamer we are. Um, let me go ahead and bring it up for the group. 
Of course, I got to find out how to do all this sharing and presentation and stuff. Let's see. I don't need to have any audio. Thank God. <laughs> and let's go ahead. And there we go. We're off to the Ooh. side and we're off to the races. But you probably still can't see it. So let's go ahead and kind of do a good old zoom in. So, yeah. Um, and this is probably like the weirdest picture I probably could have just found as far as something. But this is a website called uh, Bino. It was literally the first thing in Google. And I was like, hey, you know what? This checks out. I think it works out. And so oh, I asked no. him. You chose the first thing in Google? <laughs> Heck yeah. You know, it's like sometimes, you know, Google works hard to make sure I don't have to scroll down at all. And <laughs> it's just one of those things where uh, let's try it out. So. I thought the questions were good and I think it kind of helps us kind of get something. So I have a tab for you. I got a tab for me and we'll just go ahead and click them, go through one question at a time. And then when we reach the end, we'll find out what type of gamer we are. According okay. to them, <laughs> just a poor contest clue. So let's start, you know, what type of gamer are you? And I'll start with you, Chris. You'll take the first one. What is your greatest fear? Is it losing, not knowing things, being alone, or you just fear nothing? You liar. Uh, probably not knowing things, for sure. I'm like a person who likes to know everything. <laughs> so as it comes to stuff, when they're like, I hear someone talking about stuff, like, wait, what does this involve? They're like, well, it doesn't concern you. I'm like, okay, but I still want to know. Like, is it important? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Which one do you want me to put for you? Not knowing things. Not knowing things? Why do you feel like that? that is a greatest fear for you? Just kind of go a little bit more into it. Because uh, I love to uh, I love to know things, man. Like, I love knowing random facts, hearing people talk about random facts. I like hearing uh, like random stories and stuff like that from people like about their lives and things like that. Like it just, I like hearing people talk. And so when, when people start talking, you get to learn things about them, know things about them. And you just get to learn more. So when I don't know things, I'm like, I'd love to go into things blindly because I have that fear of like, I don't know what's about to happen. So let's just do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I want to say that I kind of feel the same, but honestly, like sometimes like there's just the mystery of some things just kind of help out unless it's like something like really dire. That I probably should have known for me. This is kind of hard. Because, you know, I, I, I play like platformer fighters, fighting games and stuff like that. And I like to fight someone who is better than me. So kind of losing is not really like on me as far as that kind of person. Again, not knowing stuff. I feel like that is more you. I think like you more want to be in it. But I don't think I've ever been a person that hates being alone. I'm not sure. Like I'll probably have that. Yeah. You decide that. So I I'm going to be cheap. I'm going to say the fear nothing because they don't have any better options on here. <laughs> so we'll go with that for now and to just kind of see where it kind of goes from there. Hopefully they have something I might be more afraid of. But since you took the last one and that is just the funniest images right there. Um, for real. I'll just do like the guy's face. There you go. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So I'll take the second one because you took the first one. Let's see what we got. What type of character would you choose to be in a game? I think I kind of like this. And listen, what we got gunslinger, fearless explorer, helpful elf, or assassin. Now, you know me. Which one do you think I would pick? 
Uh, you've literally had the weapon. <laughs> it's got to be an assassin. <laughs> so you know me more than most people. So yeah, definitely for me, it'd be assassin. Um, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan, but I kind of like, you know, assassin options. I, I like a lot of that type of gameplay and stuff. And they just kind of just, I like the, you know, cloak and dagger kind of stuff like that. Like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like when I pick that those type of characters, like, I like I like to try and represent myself better with those type of characters. You know, you can like see what they kind of do, seem like like what kind of things that they can try. And I think it's just probably like the best. Like, I think probably Gunslinger probably the second one, just because, you know, if you if you're a Devil May Cry fan or stuff like that, you know, you can do some crazy stuff like that. But I think for me, it'll probably be Assassin. How about you, sir? Uh, it's going to be uh, in between Fearless Explorer and Helpful Elf. Because uh, if it comes to multiplayer and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I love being the person who's able to help out the other people and stuff like that. Like, I like being support and stuff like that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do. But if I'm playing by myself, I love like just... Fearless Explorer just reminds me of Metroidvania games, which are like my favorite games of all time. So in Metroid, Castlevania, Hollow Knight, you know what I mean? I talked about those over and over again and stuff like that. And like those are literally like you're, you just go and explore and do it and stuff like that. But I'm going to go with Fearless Explorer because I play those more than I do uh, multiplayer games. I can kind of see that. In my mind, I was thinking Helpful Elf because you you do like to kind of be like that person for everybody. Plus the whole elf thing kind of fits. I can see you also being the person who's always just going out and doing whatever they can. And there's the the release for the crazy URL there. So let me kind of this thing does not want me to update stuff quicker. There we go. All right. So in the chat, everybody, I kind of posted a link to this same survey. So if you want to try and do this along with us and everything, just to see what you have, you know, more than like, you know, go ahead and try it out. I think it'd be cool if everybody kind of participates in this. Just to have some kind of conversation, think what kind of gamer you are. But you'll be getting this one. How do most, or how do you most like to prepare for a game? Uh, by analyzing my previous stats, I don't prepare. I just go with the flow. By messaging all my gamer friends and tell them on online, or am I arm myself to the teeth? Uh, I, I am definitely. Uh, I don't prepare. I just go with the flow. <laughs> As it is, that. I have. I have en- enough anxiety about like how much time I have to play that probably makes me stop playing games every now and then when I should be playing no more. So mm-hmm. like when I finally play them, I just go, nope, you know what? screw it. I'm doing it. I'm just gonna play this game. <laughs> and I just jump in. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like what I kinda you? have that I kinda have that thing, same thing too. Um I think I, I think I realized this a little bit more when I was playing Gotham Knights. And it was just kind of like, oh, there are four different characters. Which ones do I kind of like the most? And which ones are like, oh, which ones just seem kind of cool in my aspect. So I would say uh, Arm to the Teeth would be kind of hard because I'm a, I'm a, like, I like Sword and Shield. You've got Sword and Shield, you're already equipped kind of guy. <laughs> that was, a lot of that's kind of like be hard. So uh, I don't think I've ever messaged you for a online game as much as I probably should. So probably definitely not that for me. You um, got to be better at that, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably I don't prepare either. Like, I think I, I gnaw on the subject a lot, but then I say, screw it, I'm just going in. Like, you know, no more thinking, because honestly, analyzing my previous stats, I'm all like, man, I'm not, I, I do that for more for an Excel than I do for like my own gamer stats. Like, yeah. I don't look at numbers like that. 
Yeah, it, sometimes it, numbers lie. I, I get it because it, it baffles me because like uh, my friend, our my bassist Will, like he will when Cyberpunk came out and stuff like that. Um, he or just in general when he plays like a Western RPG, he'll like play the beginning like maybe four or five times because he'll go in, start off a certain way, take like an hour to two hours, send it up and everything. Then he goes in, does this thing right, and then like two like two days later, I'll be talking. I say, like, "Hey, so how's it going?" He's like. Oh, I restarted. It's like, why did you restart? It's like, I didn't like the way the stats were building up, and I didn't really like this, so I did it, and now I'm doing this instead, and everything. And then, like, a month later, I'd be like, so how's it going? He's like, yeah, I restarted it again. So I'm like, are you ever going to beat the beginning? <laughs> you know what? Now that you say it, I do have to change one answer. Uh, it's actually the first one. I just thought about it. Um, you know, when Cyberpunk came out, and, like, you did, you have, like, the three classes you have to be. I yeah. literally looked up each what was the benefit and what happened on each class. So uh, I might have to just redo this, but I just remember like, yeah, like there are just sometimes when there's too many options, like I need to know the best one. So let me go ahead and redo mine because I, I wasn't thinking like all the way. So redos redone. <laughs> so, yeah, no, because I'm like that will say with cyberpunk, like I pick like corporal because I just kind of like I, I kind of see that more. But I really want to make sure, like, what the other two gain. Like, does it have different relationship options? Like, do you get different types of weapons? I think weapons is what kind of like gnaws my kind of uh, perception more. It's like, oh well, if, I, if I, this weapon's cool, I want that. Kind of like you know the new sword and shield. Like, I, I want the the Pokemon with the two swords as hands, not the not the cannon one. I'm going after that guy. But yeah, no. So I retract my earlier statement. <laughs> that's the point of these tests we get to change them up if we want to because we realize things for <laughs> show. but let's see uh what is your favorite day of the year first day of school last day of school every day and none I was uh, either one of these kind of like yeah. I, none is probably the only one because like uh first day of school is probably good last day of school is probably even better every day seems more pacifist but quite honestly, I don't see Christmas on here where, you know, or my birthday where I actually get stuff. So <laughs> I'm probably going to go with none. How about you? Oh, I'm directly on none from those options. When it comes to the first day of school, I'm always like, I always like don't care about it. It's like, all right, cool. Let's back to that drawing board. When it comes to the last day of school, it's like, okay, now I don't have to wake up early anymore. I can stay up later if I want. <laughs> like never an excitement about it. Yeah, for sure, man. So hey, we're on the same mind on that. So we can go ahead and go on to the next one. What is your ideal party? Oh, now we get to a little something a little bit more interesting. A celebration of my success. A surprise party. One where everybody introduces themselves. I don't like parties. Uh, for me, I think I'm going to have to do. I think one where everyone introduces themselves. Like, I won't remember your name. I'm sorry, I'm just really, really bad at it. But at least we all introduce ourselves, and then, you know, from there can actually start having some stories happen. I like everybody to participate and have a good time, not just one person, and not celebrating just one person's success and stuff. And surprise parties are always cool, but I've never had one for myself, so I don't know if I like it or not. <laughs> uh, that kind of hurts a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, and I, I kind of agree on that a little bit. My only problem of why I couldn't pick one where everybody introduces themselves because to me is very company 
Like every time you gotcha. start the first meeting of everything, it, it's all. Now let's introduce ourselves, give ourselves this kind of short bio description. Let's go over all these things. And it's like, that's kind of reminds me to me. That's not party. That's more of like, all right, everybody gather around. We got to actually know who's actually a part of all this. But I, I do like when the only thing I do like about that option is like when there's just some people that you like, who, who is that guy? We kind of need to know who he is, you know, that then is probably good to do that uh for me i actually would probably say a surprise party because it's not just like you know whether or not it's good for you to have a surprise party i think it's actually really good when you try to do a surprise party for somebody else or like when mm-hmm. you know you can make someone else's day and i've been a part of those a few times and those are pretty cool and stuff you know if out of out of all these is probably the one i probably wish the most for myself because it's like eh, i would like to go home and then be like oh what's going on you know stuff like that I, it'd be it'd be a nice appreciation gift and also i'm not ever going to admit to a celebration of my success like it's like i i do like that but sometimes i don't have the emotional capacity to really show like how i feel about a successful thing sometimes i'm just like yes yeah exactly <laughs> you know it's like it's hard for me to be all like yes i gra- like even for like my graduation from college it was just kind of like you know i had close family you know like you know laura at the time like i didn't really have a lot of people actually go to the graduation and stuff because my mind i just didn't really even think about it to be quite honest and so when we kind of graduate when we talked about it last time it was like oh you know it is great and all the dub and my mom was all like you should have invited more people you could have got more money and it's like uh it's such a hassle <laughs> yeah but i also did hate myself for not thinking about it too but it, it was also just one of those things where it's like yeah but i mean i was just kind of glad to kind of get the degree at that point because <laughs> you know I, yeah. like, I just wanted to be out <laughs> so this is you the you get that one and then i shall get this one all right even number so probably back to me again favorite yep. crips flavor Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Uh, salt and vinegar, barbecue, cheese and onion, and prawn cut. I'm not going to bother. Like, it's it's barbecue for me. Like, when it comes up to any of these, because I don't even know what this one tastes like. Prawn cocktail? Uh, I'm assuming it's like a regular chip. Maybe like when you get out of the bar or something. But Chips are horrible. No one should like those. I think I'm going to go barbecue because salt and vinegar is a hard number two because mm-hmm. I always eat a barbecue chip and salt and vinegar. I always kind of crave it. And when I think about I'm going to get it, my mouth starts to water a little bit. But then yeah. I go, am I going to finish the bag, though, or am I just going to eat some of it and leave it? So <laughs> that's my problem with salt and vinegar. <laughs> They're perfect when they're the small bags, small bag, salt and vinegar chips, chips, top notch. But barbecue it is for me as well. Oh, yeah. So we think alike. For me though salt and vinegar i just can't really do all too much i think a lot of the times um the vinegar taste is really strong for me um so like i probably would have gone like a cheddar or nacho cheese sometimes it works out pretty well or white cheddar but like when it's salt and vinegar vinegar it's like those, those contrasting flavors in one thing sometimes yeah. I'm like eh, i'll back off a little bit and then for me when it comes to like cheese chips like not the biggest fan of them not a big fan of cheese in general yeah, I know. Shocker, guys. Sorry, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like um, 
like when they said cheese and onion, I was like, oh, if that was like sour cream and onion, dude, top right there. Sour cream and onion. Yeah, sour cream and onion is the best one. I, I would yeah. agree with that. Like anytime you get a Pringles, anytime you get a bag of Lay's, like that is always the number one flavor. And everything else is always going to be a hard second. Yeah. And <laughs> it just, for me, barbecue is also that one that's kind of like candy. You, after you eat one, you have to eat another. Oh, yeah. So what's the next one? Got them odd numbers. Complete the sentence. I like completing games quickly. Definitely not take, that one. <laughs> taking my time and looking around. Big butts and I cannot lie. Destroying everything. Well, this is an easy actor. Big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't put that and not have me pick that either. Yeah, come um, on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got. I have to pick that based on principle, <laughs> especially because I had to, I had to sing the jingle as soon as I said the phrase. Like it was just like it just ingrained into my language. That's was like there's no. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so we're just going. We're not even bothered to talk about the other ones. Actually, you know what? We we probably should just to say for education purposes. I think that's that's the best thing that we can do. All right, I'll start off first with completing games quickly. Mm-hmm. I almost never finish games in general, so that's <laughs> definitely out of the range for me. I'm really, I'm really one of those people where I play, I play the games, and there's a few that I actually finish, and the rest of them, I usually get enough of what I like from it, and then I'm done, and I'm out. Yeah. You know what? That, that kind of... It, this is RPG syndrome for me, is how I call it, because anytime I, you do an RPG, and you know that you're, like, you're about to finish it, that's for some reason that's where you pause it like you're already like you got high you know built up characters you were doing all the kind of crazy stuff and you know now you're like okay i could beat that boss anytime but i just i want to go do more things in the game and then for some reason you stop cold turkey and then it's all like oh i need to go back and finish this or at least see the ending of it or at least see how far it is to me that's always rpg syndrome like you're always going to go hard on rpg and then all of a sudden you're just like something else happens and you pivot hard left to something else. So let's see, taking my time and looking around, probably um, I, I do like that in some stuff, but I like that because I feel like I'm conditioned to look around and see like a fine stuff. Like, gotcha. you know, especially like, I want to say not Assassin's Creed, but what are the what other games that are like, you have to ask or look through everything and you got to make sure that, Oh, no, actually, you know, what? almost every adventure game, that and like all Western, that's pretty much like is Western RPG right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Witcher, but that's a game, stuff like that. It's those, like those games, I love them, but man, do I get so much anxiety? And that's why I don't usually play them. Cause like I remember like jumping into The Witcher, cause like the same guy, my buddy Will, is like really like adamant about it. And yeah. I was like, all right. And like I got it on sale and bought it. And then I started playing it and I was like, oh man, this is fun. And then all of a sudden, the, I opened up the map when I started getting further in, and it's like, bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, oh, no. There's so many question marks and landmarks and things, and I don't know where to go first. I could just go along with the storyline, but then I'm going to miss out on everything else. And if I miss out on everything else, then if I miss that story, and then what if I miss this? And it changes. <laughs> like, that's where my mind starts going, dude, and I just start Pretty much. Any, any game that has a crafting system or like a, just a list system, you know, it's a lot better now uh, because a lot of times you just, you just know to kind of go through stuff, and some try to make it apparent. Others try to maybe like hide that one thing. 
but most games try to make it apparent back in the day they just hit something and if you missed it you missed it forever like yep. you just like some you can't go back to that mode you missed that item or you missed this crucial thing to get this ultima weapon and it's just all i get you should have read the guy first i'm like but i don't I don't play games with the guy. That's cheating. He's <laughs> all explored. I'm all like, no, like I should have been able to earn that. But like sometimes it's just like it's literally hidden underneath like something. It's like, oh, you, you forgot to look in the dark cave. And it's like, I'm in a dark cave. What other dark caves are there? <laughs> it's like, like it just it's such a crazy thing. It's like, but now it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's probably better you just finish chapter five and then you can explore or do whatever you want. And yeah, you'll yeah. Play it. And it's like, okay, well, that, you know, that's better. But now it's like a bigger laundry list of stuff. Like, I'm so excited for Starfield to come out, but I am so scared of it too because apparently, of how big it is, I'm like, oh, like I'll be done with school. I can have time to play this game. Better be careful. <laughs> better be careful. Yeah, it's base it's, it's gonna be a fallout game like you better be careful <laughs> i like space stuff more than i do like fantasy stuff even though i love fantasy stuff it's weird when it comes to games i love cyberpunk stuff and and uh, space stuff i want better space stuff i will say this like i know there's some good space games and stuff like that but i i like you know what i want i want something that's closer to outlaw star but in game form mm, that'd be dope like, you know, everybody wants to be like a pirate on the sea. I actually wanted to be a pirate in space. I want to be able to get a ship, be able to fly around, be able to do all this other kind of stuff. Like, I know there's some games that are kind of close to that, but everybody's like, oh, we're going to try find a way to explore. Sometimes I just want stuff to just happen in space. Like, I, don't, I, yeah. like, I just wanted to just happen in general space. I think Mass Effect, you know, great game. You were able to kind of, you know, go through. Uh, and there's a lot of good things about it. And I just felt like... It, we kind of need more of that without it having to be like a destiny kind of thing where it's like you know you know mmo like oh yeah you could do all this and all that like something i just kind of want more stuff to happen in space space is a great thing because yeah medieval it is great when you're talking about the realism of stuff and some stuff only exists in that kind of phrase or that kind of like timeline but it's also you feel like you you can don't really explore too much in medieval it's more yeah. of like sightseeing like oh like uh, i i like they make a game to look like how it used to look like back then, so that way you could appreciate it up close for some reason. Like um Assassin's Creed 5, but I think like the whole Paris thing is like we're gonna redo Paris, we're gonna redo like a almost a one-to-one scale of the map of the city and blah blah blah. And it's like eh, sometimes I just kind of want to go do something else. You know, I just kind of <laughs> actually want to feel like explore, like there's no way I can know anything. Yeah. So that's my little spiel on that. If you want to do space stuff, you could just jump on a destiny with me. I'll be your Sherpa. What I did I just say. <laughs> <laughs> just just saying it. They've gotten really good with the story and really cool fun stuff in there. And they, they probably know. did. I heard they killed a, a beloved character, so I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Um uh, yeah. destroying everything. How do you feel about that? I I've I'm I've never been like a gold gun blazing type of dude. It's always fun now and then, but even like uh, playing uh, the Doom 2016, like I played it maybe like in 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. and I love the game. But like the like, it's fun doing that whole like fast shoot, go kill, destroy everything. But it's just not the way I like to play games. I like to be methodical. I like to try and think things out. I like to try 
I mean, I'm used to playing horror games and stuff like that, so I'm used to trying to conserve your ammo and stuff like that. Even though I usually don't need to in those games, it's just one of those things where, <laughs> for some reason, that switch just doesn't click for me. Yeah. What about you? Um, they it, they could be fun, like because it, it, it really depends. Like I, I'm not a big component of like if you could destroy like the landscape and all that. That like that kind of gets me excited. Like I kind of just assume that you can and cannot, but it doesn't. It's not really like a gameplay thing that I look at. Um, I'm trying to remember a game recently where I just went in guns blazing and literally destroyed everything in my path and been like, yes, this is what I needed. Because quite honestly, I just I'm just not like that. Like, I think the only games that I personally like to do them is like, uh, like Diablo or like uh, Minecraft Dungeons. There was also another one which is fun. Because yeah. the, kind of, the kind of purpose of those games is just to go and kill all the enemies and get the loot and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's just more fun to destroy people than to destroy things. I guess that's kind of where <laughs> yeah. I'm getting into. Like, sometimes, like, yeah, maybe I'm not, a, you know, maybe I don't lo- look at the Godzilla type of game and you're kind of just, like, stepping on cities. I'm more of the Dynasty Warriors where it's, like, one versus a thousand. And it's like, yeah. who else wants some kind of thing? Yeah, I'm more into that than anything. Although... Uh, side note, and any Legend of Zelda game that I play, I will cut every piece of grass and I will just kill every pot. <laughs> yeah, but that's another thing you have to like. You that's the only way you can get money in that game. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that's almost unfair in that kind of respect. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I think it was good like going through that because I think those are kind of good points that got stolen away because they had to throw in that one line. Um, let's see, what is your favorite gaming reward i thought this was an interesting question the first time i read it um extra points secret clues that reveal things virtual food and drinks i can share with friends or weapons is it you or me first um this one is even so it's probably gonna be me i'll go ahead and take this this one was actually kind of really easy for me once i read them all it's definitely weapons like, I remember playing Final Fantasy X and having to get everybody's ultimate weapon and like all like the strife and trying to just do them all. And it's just old like weapons the, for me are like the best reward because those are the things I feel like kind of get me to go do the extra quest when I know I can get this particular weapon or going through all this trouble actually gives me a playable reward. Like, I like going for that stuff. So weapons were always, like, an easy thing. Like, for me, like, experience points and all that, those are more hacky stuff. Like, you know, you're you're either trying to break the game or you're trying to find some other thing, kind of like how, like, you were able to, like, to kind of break Cyberpunk for a while with, like, kind of, like, the money glitches and stuff. But, yeah. like, cyber in, in Cyberpunk, again, it's, like, one of those things where, like, you want to do the extra quest for the story, but sometimes, like, if you actually want the Mantis Blaze that they actually show you, like, in the trailers, you have to go kind of left a little bit, and then you find a guy, a particular guy that has it, and then you have to, you know, kill this one guy, and it's like this, you know, decent battle, blah, blah, blah. But you have to go out of your way to get it, but it was rewarding. So you didn't mind doing it, you didn't mind retrying it, you know. Again, pretty much every Final Fantasy game kind of has something like that, where you have to go find a boss. Legend of Dragoon, I think was something was someone there like that. I, I want to remember what they had, but normally it, when it's it's always something that I can actually equip, like full body stuff. That I'm all like, yeah, I'm gonna go after it. Thought of War was like that too. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, yeah. This one was kind of easier, easier one for me. 
I'm trying to debate whether it's extra point. No, actually, it's secret clues or weapons for me. My gut instinct wants to go with weapons because me just being. No, I'm going to go with secret clues and the reveal things because, like, Destiny 2 is always, like, going to get the better weapons and stuff like that. But I have more fun, like, when the community finds out about new secrets that they put in the game and stuff like that. And people do it. And I was like, oh, I want to go do that. And I go do that. And then it goes back to my, my bread and butter, love and soul. It's like, in Metroidvania games, it's all about finding the clues, revealing secrets, and like, or even getting the, the weapon so you can go back to that area and find that one spot, that door that you couldn't open before. So, yeah. Gotcha. Also, I just found out that I can't click on anything else. That's not fun. <laughs> did it break? Yeah, I guess it did. So, well, good thing is your turn for this one. <laughs> All right. I already already know what you're going to pick, and I'm probably going to pick the same. What color are you most attracted to? Gold, the color of winners. Green, the color of unexplored forest. Rainbow, I like all of them equally. Or black, like my heart. Black, like my heart. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to think about it. Because <laughs> it's like, yep, that's kind of like mine, too. Especially because I didn't see red there. Wonderful, love you. I mean, I literally have like all of most of my stuff in my messengers and stuff like that set up where if I if I heart something, it's a black heart instead of the basic red one. Yeah, I noticed that. I was all like, wait a minute. <laughs> Something's weird about all of this. <laughs> I have my mom, dude. Uh, like she'll like send me some on message every now and then. And one time, like I hearted it, and she like wrote back. She's like, "Oh, did that upset you?" And I'm like, "No, I hearted it." And she's like, "Oh, but it, it's because it's black." I was like, "Oh yeah, because I like it. It looks cool." I was like, "But it's a good thing." <laughs> and she's like, yeah, "Oh okay." <laughs> yeah, at first I was all like, "What does that mean?" Like, like I, I just generally didn't know what it meant. But I'm all like, eh, "It's probably just a color palette change." Like yep. I'll just think about it. It's like it's Chris. Chris never hardly means ill harm to anything. So I'm just like, uh, it has to be that. And it's like, uh, here we go. Yeah, but for me, it's black because I I like like I like things with color, kind of like with the background. But even then, I like how it shines on black. I like how oh, black yeah. complements a lot of colors and stuff. Like like you even like you can like pink because pink and black are actually a really sick combination for a lot of stuff. So. Black makes it black is the actual rainbow because what all the colors are when you add them together. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, with the last question, are you ready? Let's do this. Oh, you gotta wait a little bit because I gotta answer first. But, <laughs> uh, what do you do on a sunny day? Improve my skills while others slack, explore a new game, forget about gaming the day and go see friends no um <laughs> or lurk in the dark lurk in the dark is kind of weird because they make me sound like i'm actually batman at that point like i just you know <laughs> go at night and stuff like i hang out at night but i'm not lurking at it you ain't gonna see me in the alley <sighs> for me uh i might explore a new game or you know what i'll probably do improve my skills I, I saw the ending already. Um, I'll probably you know improve my skills because like game like I'm, I'm still kind of playing multiverse here and there. I'm not playing it like a lot as I did because like I was kind of hurting my thumb after a while and I actually had to go yeah. checked out. But it there's something where I like playing that for a little bit just to kind of keep stuff up. And then RPG is the same thing. It's like eh, I'll be inside and I'll play that during the day. I play Epic Seven all day. 
you know, you know, for that. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm more likely to be doing unless I'm actually hanging out. But normally I always hang out at night with most people unless it's like family and stuff. And we're getting to go do a lot of stuff or when people come and visit. How about yourself? That's really, really hard. Go back to the answers. Options. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't fair. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. I remembered most of them, but I think, and I know this is really cliche-ish of me and stuff like that, but I think it's going to be lurk in the dark. Because, like, literally even, like, because I'll just, like, waste time. I'll come into my room. I'll put my curtain. Like, it's, it's still a little bit sunny outside, and I put my curtains down. Mm-hmm. That way there's no sun that comes in. I turn on my back TV lights. I turn on my little, like, Halloween lights so you can't see that go around the room. And, like, yeah. that's, the only, that's the only light I'll use for my room and stuff like that unless like i'm like doing like homework where i have to write stuff down and everything then i'll turn that light on and even then i make sure it's never too too bright and uh i will sometimes not even play a game i'll just get lost and go down youtube for a while i'll uh watch something and everything but it's like i always like being <laughs> in the darkness of everything <laughs> like uh i'll go over to hang out with my girlfriend and she'll be like i'll walk into her room and she'll have like the window open with the sun coming through and i'm like ah, it's bright She's like, God, ah, I just it feels good. I'm like, it's evil. <laughs> I I, uh, I do agree with that. Like when you put it that way, I can see myself doing that a lot too. Especially even for us, like in like our main bedrooms and stuff like that. Like we'll probably have the bathroom light on rather than like the actual light. And Lori yeah. looks at me when I do have the actual light on, and she's like laying down. Like even like in the living room, like we'll have the kitchen light on, but like the actual living room light will be closed, like like just turned off. And it's like, but well, I can actually adjust the living room light to different colors at different steps. No, no, turn it off. It's like it's like it's only eight o'clock. <laughs> so it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, you know, like I, I I agree with that in that case. And even in this room, like the main lights off is really just like the logo uh, light over here and then like the actual like one studio light here that's the only thing lit up in this room and so that's normally that's how i have it most of the time if not then i'll cut off this light so that way it's just really this this light on there but i i feel like yeah, i i i'm a little bit more sociable than that like i probably do talk to you know the people just sometimes i get more focused on things where I'm just like, you know, I might be doing something and it's probably dark because I'm just not realizing my surroundings and anything. Yeah, you're definitely more of an improved the skills type of person too because I love to do that, but I only get motivated to do it if I know other people are playing the same game at the time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I bought, after uh, watching Evil, I got a Guilty Gear Strive. I was like, oh, because I used to love uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah. I was one of the Guilty Gears on PS2 and so I started playing it and I was having fun with it and stuff like that and then I just dropped off because I was like, well, and I don't know anyone else is playing it right now and stuff like that, where I can like yeah. talk about it with and stuff like that. So I'll just let it be. But like when I used to have everyone that would play, we'd all play Smash together and stuff like that. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it'd have continuous people go over and even go to like some tournaments. Like, oh, I was there. I would go home. I would practice my skills, stuff like that. I would like learn learn to play with different characters when we were all just having fun. I would try new characters to see if maybe this one will work out better. Maybe I like this one better. And that way I could practice with that character. And stuff and so i was like really really into it and really really onto improving my skills but if it's if i don't have that motivation it's like all right yeah (laughs) that's why i said like i like the like i don't mind losing and stuff because the really the only way you kind of get better when you have somebody that's you know good and kind of stomping you in the face like when i wanted to learn how to really do fight stick 
like it, it's it's one thing to play it on my own versus the computer it's another one you have to do it against somebody um yeah. and even then it's like it's kind of difficult to kind of do a lot of things even with like um the uh, multiverses it's like it's one of those things where like i still feel like the game's broken in a lot of cases you know like this hit detection and all that but like you it's probably one of the only games that felt fun to play people online um and kind of get into the match and actually try out kind of some stuff and kind of like you said when like marvelous capcom 3 was a big thing uh mm-hmm. definitely like that's probably the one time like why i'd be playing by myself because i didn't want to be scrubbed out yeah and then when we actually play with other people so those were like you know fun times of fun things so like yeah when you get that motivation you could do like a lot of things but there are some times where i'm all like i just kind of want to be better like i haven't actually and i don't think you can you can't play like local birthday versus so i can't like have somebody come over and we like play a few matches like we go i think we could probably play together but i think maybe not on the same computer so it kind of right. Uh, it's not it's not as fun when you can't use a party game like that as an actual party game. So those I like that was I, I do kind of understand. But before I kind of do yours because it looks like it does it almost instantaneously. Let's, what is this? I am an adventurer type of gamer. You are an adventurer, a curious soul. You like exploring new worlds, and learning is your bag. Nice work. Your bag. Kind of want a little bit longer description. Kind of, I like. I like. Indi- I need a tarot card reading kind of description. Like, yeah. I'm all like, like a, that, a, that, a zodiac cool. sign for the month. <laughs> type of description. Yeah, like this is a little bit too fun. <laughs> this is, you know, the picture like, of it too is really. <laughs> yeah, and I think about that, but yeah, the picture doesn't even go with the the, the phrase. For real. We're the same picture. Let's see. Um, Lurk in the dark. You ready for yours? Let's do it. We got the same thing. We got the same thing. Dang you, Bino. I mean, we did pick some of the same answers, but like, we did pick some different ones. Yeah, I think it should have definitely had a variety. Yeah, not all of ours were the same. Yeah, actually, we're like 50 50. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next time we'll do another one, but we are both adventure type gamers, which I guess, you know, curious. The type of games that we play, I kind of understand. I'd say it's uh, fair. Yeah. It was just a, an uneventful answer and like little saying at the end of it and picture, which is like, oh, is that what you went with? All right. Good on you, Bino. You got the yeah. click from us. <laughs> Like, you got two clicks. That's, that's, all, that's all you get. But yeah, that was a nice little exercise. I thought I would we kind of go through that something that kind of a little bit more defined kind of how we like what a gamer is. But I think we can actually now kind of spend some time about thinking about like the type of gamers and what does it kind of mean to kind of say that. Um, so kind of the question that I kind of wanted to ask you after kind of all this is like. How important is to figure out what type of gamer somebody is? I think for me, if you ask me this, like in my early 20s and stuff like that, it'd probably be super important. Like I would be like, oh, well, what do you play? Like this and that. And if it was at the time, it would have been like someone like talking to the Verizon guy being like, oh, well, uh, I'm a you know, Call of Duty person. It's like, what else do you play? Call of Duty. I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. And I would I would go to the idea of like you're not a gamer type of nonsense and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and but but 
being now in my 30s and stuff like that, it's like, oh no, that's cool, man. You like you're a gamer. You just you know, you just game in your own way and stuff like that. Just like if there's people I talk to who just play games on their phone and stuff like that. Like before, I'd be like, oh, what? That's lame. And I'm like, nah, nah, that's cool. Like what kind of what kind of fun games like to play? You know what I mean? Then I started having a conversation about that, and I'd be like, oh, I know that game. I like this part about it and stuff like that. Or that or that sounds like a cool mechanic on this. And they're like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. You know what I mean? So yeah. as as of today, I like to know that people play games because it's really eye opening to see like how many people actually play games. Like I go to the break room and stuff like that, and I'll see like the older ladies or older men stuff like that on their phones playing something as simple as Candy Crush and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's still a thing. It's like it's like oh shoot, like you know what I mean like they're they're passing their time playing the game, and it's kind of funny to see it be like. Uh, before people would you would play games like that older people would be like they would play like little like slot machine games on the computer or card games and stuff on the computer and stuff like that and now it's evolved to where they're actually playing games that involve mechanics of them having to think more and stuff like that so it's pretty cool definitely candy crush is the new to- solitaire i can probably definitely say that like yeah. everybody's at least downloaded and played candy crush at least once like it's like it's like it's a game that everybody played to the point where it's like it's almost its own asset in the Unity store. Like, hey, three match games, and then everything kind of branches off from that. So that's <laughs> that's like I, I guess I'm like, oh, I guess we've kind of upgraded the minimum as of the best. You know, we can kind of say that. But I, I'm kind of in ag- agreement. Being now in in like the mid 30s, or like at least getting close to it. It is very, I'm, I'm a lot more understanding of people and their type of games and stuff. Not to the fact that like I didn't really get why people play some games, but like I know for a time I was really harsh on like people playing like really like the, the basic games and then that was like their identity. Like anytime yeah. I heard someone play Madden or FIFA and it was like that's their definition of gamer. And I was just like, mm. It's all like, hey, let's just keep playing FIFA, FIFA all the time, or like Madden, like Madden is Madden that while Madden parties, and it was like, uh, cool, but like we can't really discuss gaming past that because it was like literally just Madden kind of stuff, yeah. and so like sometimes I, I kind of like shut off from that, um, especially when I was younger, and and there were sometimes like like I said, like at one point, you know, I was just kind of like you know mobile game, like if if you are playing games like Candy Crush and stuff, I didn't. It's not really kind of being kind of gamerish. It's just like you do enjoy certain games. I'm not really kind of gamer title kind of thing. But then definitely the older I get, the more that I kind of understand that there were just more type of games that I was more like accustomed to really playing. Like I used to, I'm not like I hate sports games. I used to play uh, NFL Blitz when it was on the PlayStation. That was probably still my favorite sports game. And even for like Super NES, like I played the NBA games back then because there was something that was nice to play with like my cousin, with some of my friends and stuff. And it's not, it's like, not like I hated the genre. I just think that when you're like into just one game, it's like sometimes I kind of feel like, is that really gamerish? Like, you know, it's like you, like I, I might have bought a a console for one game, but it doesn't mean I don't buy more games for that console. Right. Like that's just kind of like in my thought process. It's like, there's one thing that gets you in the door and then there's one thing that kind of keeps you in the room. And I'm like, yeah. is there anything that really keeps you in the room? I think I'm now more in that kind of acceptance. It's all like, you know, if, if you've been playing Madden for five, 10 years, you know, and that's when you like it, it's like, yeah, well, like at this point, you know, you probably are a gamer. 
because you could have easily just not you know played at all or play casually or play something like that but i mean if you've been like hey i buy every year you know i like a lot of the technical stuff about it i like how they update the roster you know like i'm i'm a little bit more receptive to those type of games especially now that we live in like post gotcha game or post mm-hmm. you know like even like some like the dating sims now are starting to make their way to the united states and even if they're like joke games and stuff like that but they're still now to be a little bit more well known outside of the eastern region and you you kind of just understand that there's some people that just however they jump into games you know that's just kind of what they are and i think being with laura kind of really taught me that when it came to trying to introduce her into games and which that she actually liked to dive into yeah i feel that like um finding finding your significant other partner and stuff like that that you're with some of that and like trying to introduce your like your favorite hobby and stuff like that to them and realizing okay yeah like like uh like Miranda tried to, to jump into Destiny 2 with me and stuff like that. And she had a hard time with like the first person shooter aspect of it, you know what I mean? She's and, brave. And at the same time she was she was confused at the point, like, okay, like what am I supposed to do now and this and that? Because it's not the best game to like have people just jump right in and you know what I mean and figure it out and stuff like that. Like you have to have like your Sherpas and stuff like that to carry you through. And even then that could be kind of a difficult thing. Like they've gotten better with it, but it still has its own issues. But so, like, after that, it was kind of like, okay, well, that's not your type of game. Then what else is there? And that's where I started finding out stuff she really liked. So, like, we played uh, Unpacking together. And that was one thing that she loved playing. And um, I got her I got her super into Hades. Like, she loves Hades and stuff like that. And to a point where, like, she was playing it on her own. Like, she would come home from work, and then she'd be there, and she'd just be playing it and stuff like that. And uh, it, when it was on Game Pass, like, it was about to expire, and she hadn't beat it yet. So I was like, oh, screw it. Like, I'm going to gift it to her. That way she'll have the game and she can still go back to it. You know what I mean? Because she may never beat it and stuff like that, but it's still like just like fun comfort thing. Like, oh, I, I don't want to like just watching my my murder mystery documentaries stuff like that right now. What else can I do? Oh, I could be the murder and kill all these monsters. <laughs> Sometimes games allow you to do that without any risk. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah like, I'm kind of like that too. Honestly, homie, like I, I always say it. Like if you haven't played, it takes two. Like you just need to play it, and if yeah. you got a homie, you got a you know a girl, you got a boy, you you just need to you need to try the game out and try, especially with somebody who is not a gamer, because it's just you realize a lot of stuff, and I it's just a generally fun game. I'm always gonna praise praise the game, uh, but it is one of those things where it's like you find out like what your significant other is probably a lot more interested in. Is she interested in the more first person shooter do they like like you know like a hades i feel like it's kind of like a rogue dungeon and dragons kind of thing like you have top down you kind of go around place to place you know sometimes that game has that do they like fighting games you know they sometimes it's just like i realize when i introduce somebody to something that i like um i tend to be careful because i know if i introduce somebody like into like a fighting game that has a really high bar like it's really hard to like see a fighting game from the outside as fun because right. a lot of people don't really understand it. Like Laura doesn't like any RPG because she doesn't know why me fighting the same thing over and over and over is fun. And to me, I'm all like, well, that's mainly the work I have to do for the reward. But like, even if I explain it like that, then it's like, well, you shouldn't be working at all for a video 
game and that kind of defeats the right. purpose so like i like i know like sometimes if i kind of go overboard with the stuff that i do like it might not sell well to people and so i i have like the you know i don't say like fear but i, I always have to kind of watch myself what i introduce people to so i kind of am more interested in what they like before i start kind of really diving into me and so I, I I think it's sometimes it is kind of important when you want to try to figure out what type of gamer you are because I think it's actually more fun when you're trying to actually discover like where where is the gamer inside of you? Let's let, can we bring them out? Because it, it's it's in you, it's in everybody, but sometimes you have to be introduced to the right genre, the right type of game. You know, maybe Fall Guys is the game, maybe Fortnite. Fortnite got a lot of people into gaming. Yeah. You know, and it got a lot of people at an early age into gaming because, you know, I think first person sometimes is harder for younger kids and stuff like that. And sometimes seeing your character do something helps your core coordination a lot better. Absolutely. I think, uh, like, like with like with Miranda, Miranda finding out what she wanted and stuff like that. I realize she's she's very big into like button mashing, and just hack and slash things and stuff like that. Because she told me that oh yeah, I used to play like Diablo all the time and stuff like that. It's like okay, cool. And so I introduced her to um like uh I think it was called like Boyfriend Dungeon and stuff like that, where it's basically like a Diablo-like game and stuff like that. But your weapons like you can end up dating them and stuff like that. And she loved that concept because it had that kind of like data sim vibe to it and stuff like that, as well as adding the hack and slash part of it and stuff like that. So she's like, oh, I enjoyed this. And then like once I realized about that, I was like, oh, cool. You like this. So that's what I but like really due to Hades. Like, I was like, try out Hades. It's like it doesn't have this aspect, but it's a little bit more gamey in this as in this part of it and stuff like that. There's there's more mechanics to this and this and that. You're going to have to restart over and over. And you know what I mean? She fell in love with it and stuff like that. So it's like other people at work and stuff of like that too they'll like ask me like oh yeah i play games it's like oh what do you play it's like oh well i just play like this little thing or this like simple card game it's like oh shoot you should check out this game because if you play this game it's really fun to do it that way and stuff of like that and it's it's on it's a mobile app game this and that you try it out you'll have a good time and uh it's also like really cool to be like where we are now because we got to be part of like the we were pretty much like the test dummies growing up because like my older sister and her uh, husband and stuff like that grew up with like the Nintendo and stuff like that, right? And then they kind of fell off of it and stuff like that while I was on the opposite end where I started with the Nintendo because of them. And then we went to the Super Nintendo, the 64, the Sega Genesis, to the 64, and then it started really branching out once we started going to 3D games. And we got to just start being the people who tested out all those random games because we'd go to Blockbuster, we'd go to Hollywood Video or like your mom or would sometimes just get you a random game mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, cool. Like we got a random game here and stuff like that. And you just try it out and play it or like a pleasant or an ant or something that would get you a game and you don't know what game it is, but it's like, well, I know Dishon likes video games. So here you go. Give it this game. And it's like, all right. And so we tried it out and now coming full circle now, like there are so many games out there being made and being put on stores all the time that we can actually, freaking like find cool ones into it and like have people try them out and find something that someone's gonna like so how would i say i i i think i just generally um appreciate kind of a lot of the stuff and kind of i want to ask you this follow-up question because i i feel like we've have you know we've definitely changed i think the one thing i liked about the kind of life that we live especially as a millennial the best way to say it 
is that we've grown up with a lot of the stuff that's very prevalent and pretty much everybody's favorite thing today. Like we've grown up and we're able to be children of the internet. We've grown up and kind of really experienced how stuff just kind of became a thing. And when stuff just stopped becoming a thing, like we just kind of, we remember kind of a lot of the stuff, but we get to kind of look at it a little bit more and we have a lot of this wealth and knowledge that we kind of, we try to spread out. Like I'm, I'm not like an old, old guy, you know? So in <laughs> gamer, you could probably say that I am compared to like a lot of the YouTubers and stuff. But yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of like, you know, dead skin. I got off me based with all the interaction stuff that I have. And, I've been able to come out like a better person for a lot of this stuff. But I know there's probably sometimes where it hasn't been like the best or the most favorable a lot of times. And one thing I kind of want to ask you is, have you ever been quote unquote um, shun for the type of gamer that you are? Or have you ever received something that just kind of says like, oh, you know, like, you're that type of gamer or whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like because of my job and stuff like that and me dealing with, I guess the best you can say is quote unquote, like normal people in a sense, <laughs> like you can, uh, like I'll talk to people like, Oh, like what do you like to do? And, like, I'll be the guy who I'll go to my break. I'll go to the break room and I'll bring my switch and I'll like start playing a game on my switch. And like the, the homies, you know, and the people who know, you know what I mean? They'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, they'll be like, oh, like, oh, shoot, that you brought a switch? Yeah, it's like, what are you playing? It's like, oh, I'm playing this. But I was like, oh, that's cool. And then you have other people like, it's like, oh, like, you brought your gaming device to work? And it's like, yeah, like, oh, okay. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to get into that conversation. I'm not going to go out. I mean, you're already, you're already shunning me just by the way you're asking the question or looking at me because I'm playing this thing. It's like, okay, cool. Like, there's still that stigma of like, gaming is a kid's thing or it's a toy and this and that and it's like well if i really wanted to have the conversation i could explain how there's so many games out there that have honestly better stories than a lot of movies that people watch or shows that people watch and stuff like that but i'm not going to get to that person you know what i mean i'm not going to get to that person there's no point in wasting my time on it and so it's more of like a it's also kind of weird because it's become like a it's become a badge of honor that kind of used to be a stigma where it's like, yeah, dude, I'm a gamer. And like saying that it's taking me a while to actually be able to say it. Cause before you would say, Oh, I'm a gamer. And like, Oh, like gamer had that stigma of like being, Oh, like you're, you're just at home all the time. You don't talk to people. You're just playing games all the time. It gets that also like you're full of acne and you're just eating all the time and this and that. And you know what I mean? Like you get the whole call to do Doritos and <laughs> Mountain Dew. That's what you live off of. And it's like, you're a gamer. It's like, okay, dude, like, no, that's not what it is, but okay. I get where you're getting that from. <laughs> mm-hmm. But about yourself. I, I think for me, like, cause like, so I game when I was, a, I was very young, but I was always very into games when i was younger and sometimes this probably even happened like on vacations and stuff like sometimes i'll have my game boy with me and i'll play and stuff and i was kind of known between both family and friends you know and hey you know you don't have to worry about me because i i'm quiet in the corner playing the game or whatever it's not something that's kind of big but i that doesn't mean like i haven't received either directly or indirectly like people scorn about it Cause like you said, like most of the time 
it, adults are adults. Like they'll be like, oh, there's a there's a time and a place for everything, and then there's there's a time to stop doing it. So, like I at this point, I still don't believe that my parents kind of understand. Like kind of like my like my love for games or whatever. They just know I probably right. do too much. Um, but I, it's not really awesome to kind of understand that. They just, it's just good that they know. Um, but like when it's people like our age that are trying hard to really put us down and stuff like that, um, they, I feel like it's more comical and as well as annoying. Um, yeah. especially in college, like when we're all like, we're already like in a situation where we're all trying to get something at the end of this, like we're all attending classes, we're all doing the same thing. When somebody kind of goes up to you and be all like, oh, are you still, you know, playing game like it's not even like what type of gamer we are like there are some times where some people out gamer me and i'm i'm concerned oh, yeah. for them but it's because i'm concerned of how far in the like the hole they're kind of going but like i never shun that person like I've, i will still play a game with that person so it, but it's mostly like the opposite of all like well you could you be doing literally anything else and it's like i mean but why like what else could i be doing like i'm i'm going to school I'm working. Um, I'm doing homework. I'm doing projects. Like I'm trying to do all these things that I can. Well, what else can I be doing? It's not like I don't go to the club. It's not like I don't go dancing. Like I chose not to drink until I was like really 24. Like that's the only thing. That's when I actually started drinking because I at 21 I just took like you know the 21 shots and that was pretty much it. Like I just I was always just I. Didn't not like drinking as a choice, but it was like, yeah, but I could be doing that, but I could do that at night, you know, when it's like Friday night or college Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, like that's kind of like the time and place, but not five o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what else am I doing if I'm not working and going to school? It's just enjoying my time. And if I happen to join my time and everywhere that I can sit down, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, uh, I remember this one interaction because even for me when i was going to school i was still at my parents house um you know like it was just financially and just kind of like a big discussion with my parents it didn't make a lot of sense to move out the house um because no matter what type of job i got i really couldn't afford an apartment without sacrificing the time it took to actually be in school in most of the cases as well as the time it took to actually be at a job. Cause you know, me and you both worked at Walmart, me and you both know that, you know, like roughly like if you did 30 hours, you know, a lot of times they didn't, they were like, yeah, you know, we wish you worked the extra two. And other times it's like, it's, you want to do more, but you can't like, you're going to be part-time. Right. Anyway. So you were always capped no matter what you did. Um, so to be in an apartment where I'm like, okay, I'm making maybe four thirty. 500 a paycheck um with kind of everything said and done and then a, a cheap cheap apartment probably like 500 or something you're already technically can't afford it um yeah. and the stress of knowing that you can't afford it while trying to do everything else actually just piles on and i see a lot of see a lot of people that they pile on like it's hard for them to do a lot of stuff because of it so i just kind of took those lessons from other people that's like I, i'm just not going to do that but i remember this one person um she did kind of shun me like because she know like i like i play games and stuff like that but she had a big conversation because she's like well you know of course you're a gamer you're at home you know with your parents you're you know you're doing all this other stuff like you know he's like you're just you're not 
like what else are you are you doing what could you be doing right now that could be better like you could be working and trying to get that paper and that my question to her was like well okay well i mean think about it you're saying that while we're both in the college right now so obviously i'm doing something else you know i work i have my own car paid i put the gas in the car like I, i'm doing all the bare minimums as well as like, hey, like I'm in school for a while. That's kind of more important than trying to live in my own space. Now, do I, you know, love the fact that I was able to finally live on my own at one point? Yes, because when we did, like, every, I didn't have any of the issues. Like, I got a new job. You know, I was able to make well more than enough money to afford an apartment. And, you know, I didn't have the stress of, you know, this type of job that I had to work at that needed like this particular time or like I had to work a Saturday or a Sunday and I didn't have like schooling that was like, Hey, if you want to actually pass, you know, you got to give us on time and off time. Like that was whole a lot more better than thinking like, Oh, like I could have done this and then worry about the fact that I got to make sure I have a roof over my head. Right. And I did think the reason why I kind of say that is because like, it was just the stigma of it. Like the, that thought process, went into something where it was like hey you're a gamer so you must be the guy in the basement in the closet you know just taking up space but it's like no i mean even towards the end of my college i was paying for it and college is a lot more expensive than most apartments <laughs> especially um house notes and stuff like you know like when i had to finally get a new car like it was another 230 you know that i had to kind of incriminate but that was 230 out of 400 and some dollars you know that i would get so it's it's like i was already paying for a lot of other stuff just to make sure that i'm getting to school you know i'm trying to do all the things i can and then when i got into a relationship i had to think about more stuff so like i don't regret anything that i've done um i just it would just took me by surprise because the, the person i'm talking about you know was dating a gamer but cheated on them and was like you know she 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 was doing all kinds of stuff just to make sure she could have the apartment that she had like and she ended up not really doing a lot in school for that and it's like yeah. how was your way of doing things better or more preferable than the way that i finally took it i don't mind telling people that i i was in my parents' house after 20, because I know those are the type of sacrifice I had to do in order to make sure that I don't have to go back to my parents' house today. You right. know, and so I wanted to, those are, it, I took a long time to do a lot of stuff, even graduate, but I don't regret it. And gaming wasn't the reason for any of that. Gaming was just something that I did when everything else wanted to be too much at the time. So I'm more than happy about how everything happened, but I do feel like my story is not uncommon. Like everybody like who probably has played games, especially in their twenties had something that they had to really go through and just had to have people try to not understand them. But like you said earlier, we live in a way better time post all that really. Cause some people will say it, and stuff but that 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 doesn't have any more weight anymore i just yeah. noticed like oh you play games yeah so does Ludwig. yeah so does all these people there's an esports now on it 
Like there's people half my age getting paid to do it. So what's, I don't understand what the problem is anymore. It's like everything is on the up and up. Like you have to want that. You have to be blind to all of this. They say like, you know, game is a waste of anybody's time. Like yeah. now it's now it's just not like the lie that kids try to say, Oh, but I'm trying to get better to do this. Now it's like, no, this is for real. Like this is how life is. And you know, I'm in a good position in my life to where like I could still be a part of gaming you know, in a way that I find really enjoyable. And I'm just happy that a lot of people, hopefully they didn't really have to experience like some of the stuff that I had to experience kind of growing up. Uh, it, unfortunately, I think it had, if around people our age for the most part, it happened. Like a prime example for me was like my first year in college. Yeah, it was my first, no, my second year, my first year, second semester in college. And, um, I had, there was a the professor I had this for an English class. He was a gamer because the first time we went up to the first time we had class, we were we had to go use another room or something for whatever reason, and so he hooked up his laptop to the projector so you could like show us the syllabus and stuff, and uh, he had freaking a background of Okami up there, right? And I was like, oh, sweet Okami, and so it came to the end of the course and we had to do a, a group final project, and the final project was to write a instruction manual on how to like how to do whatever you know what i mean and so he's like yeah here's examples this and that do this do that he's like but your instruction manual can be anything and he's like he's like you know you could even do like a, an instruction on how to beat a level on a game he's like i suggested this every year and like nobody ever does it and i think it'd be something interesting if someone did it and so i got grouped with nothing but uh, girls in my group and like um only one of them kind of dabbed dabbled in games a little bit and the other two were very like oh games no that's lame blah 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 and they're like so we had to brainstorm about doing projects and i was like okay hey. it's like let's do an instruction video let's do an instruction thing on the game and they're like no that's gonna be way too hard and this and that and i don't even play games and blah 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 and i'm like that's perfect it's like you two don't play games i play games and she plays games here and there and it was at the time when like uh, Left 4 Dead was already out, and it's been out for a while. And I, I was playing it like, religiously, and I was like, "I was like, let's do it on. Uh, we'll do it on Left 4 Dead. It's a four-player game. There's four of us. You know what I mean? We can all play it together, and then I can instruct you, or we can make. I can make up these instructions. You know what I mean? We'll make them up and everything like that. Put them together. You all can test it out and see if you can get to the level following these instructions, because that's technically what the professor is going to do. It like we would." We would do that, test it, and then we would present it to everybody. And then the teacher was supposed to actually take those instructions and him and the TAs would do do the instruction things and see if they worked. And so that's what we did. We got together a few times. I would bring over my 360 with the controllers. We'd all play it together. I would start writing stuff down and everything. And I, would, I started taking like, a, I got screenshots of some of that where I could and everything, whether it was me taking a picture or finding it online so I could screenshot it, mm-hmm. throw it in there. And then the, the other girl who played games here and there and stuff like that, she was better of a writer and stuff like that. So I would just send my notes over to her. She would write them up and everything. And then the two others that didn't play games and didn't care for them at all, like there were the people who'd be like, oh, like my, my boyfriend plays like Call of Duty and it's annoying. And it's like, well, you should just let him play it. Like it's his time to have fun. I mean, you get to watch all the shows you like to watch, right? And he's hanging out. She's like, yeah, it's like, well, like, and so like we played it, we went through it. And then like at the end of it, there are, whole mentality completely changed on it like they were like 
oh, that was fun. Oh, like, and as we were playing it together, like, they would follow the instructions that we made up, and I was just there with them just to make sure they didn't die and stuff, and they were getting into it. They were screaming. They were, like, almost wanting to throw the controller. You mean, you could tell they were having a blast, and they were like, oh, this is this is really cool. Like, there's, okay, I, I could see why this could be fun and stuff like that, and it's like, cool. Like, I changed the perspective of these two girls over here who were very, very on the negative side of it and stuff like that, and it, it helped out that I had a homie who was also a girl to kind of like ease them into it. And then at the same time, I was able to use the idea of making it for a grade for our final project. And we knocked it out of the park. He loved it. We all got an A. They were stoked. And I was like, you're welcome. Gaming. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like that's that's how the Lord intended it to go. But it, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, my, my story and your story, like I said, they're not uncommon. Um, and it's not the worst thing that's happened to me when it comes to like altercation. Like I've definitely had some other stuff that I had to, you know, resolve, especially even with some family members, but it's just one of those things where it's all like, I, I guess like the answer to my question was like, it's not that a lot of people really shun us for what type of gamer we are. I think it's just a lot of people still are stuck on the fact that we're a gamer you know a lot of times where it's like oh you know like gaming just like doesn't matter which game you like it's like you're it's like you shouldn't be doing it and i'm glad that kind of changed and maybe now it's a more relevant question because now we can be like well what other type of gamer you are and it's like uh probably the game that person that like plays the most popular game i don't know like that's kind of like how it kind of like splits nowadays like you know yeah. like you're playing valorant right now or you playing you know <sighs> league of legends still like you know it's like one of those things where it's like are you playing particular type of games everybody else is playing? And I think that's kind of like where the conversation is probably more changed into. But I think everybody can relate that there's always been a time where it's like, if you really played games, probably either a one of the times that you stop playing is because the negativity around it, or, you know, and it is possible to also grow out of it. I'm not going to say that you can't, but sometimes yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes you do have to try and, get around a lot of that stuff a lot more than like you really are comfortable doing and kind of I just kind of want to end that point too because it's just like yeah like there's sometimes where it just could be bad but I think there's always a positive everything kind of ends and goes down for a reason and I think we've just been better people because of it I think uh for me as being like a quote-unquote older person and some of that compared to like the younger kids who are like in their early 20s and stuff like that, especially like at my job right now seeing them come in uh -huh. and it's like for me it's like a cool thing to see now because they're freaking wearing uh they're, they're wearing like uh pins and stuff like that that are either gaming related or even like anime related which was another thing that we mean getting shunned for during our age growing up which is like oh you watch anime this and that dude now like gaming and anime are like some of the biggest things out there when it comes to like media uh, pop culture and stuff like that. Like you had freaking uh, Meg Thee Stallion at TwitchCon freaking twerking with with freaking Master Chief and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like it's you see you saw her uh, do a Halloween costume of freaking one of a Micro Academia things. Like, I mean, yeah, like, all that I stuff. Did see that. that was really nice. You, you see like NFL uh, players and stuff like that coming out saying like, oh yeah, I love watching anime and they have it like on their shoes and stuff like that. Or you know, or like our favorite game, like they they Twitch stream and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so cool for me seeing it be like dude that's awesome like the people who for us were kind of shunned on it and stuff like that have that outsource now and it's popular now and it's a thing and i was like I, i'm all excited about it it's like hey yeah that's awesome because seeing even going further seeing my son growing up 
and seeing that he's following a similar path, at least for like uh, games and stuff like that, is his main squeeze. And it's like, like he doesn't have to hide it away from anybody anymore. He's out there. He's like, yeah, I'm a gamer. And he wears gamer shirts and all of his buddies hang out and talk and play games. And he's part of an esports club. You know what I mean? Like, it's super awesome to see that it's gone to this point and it's only going to get better. That's probably the one thing that I think it was like a, a crazy consequence to stuff changing is that you realize there's a lot of people hiding the fact that they played games. Yeah. Like there, and there's a lot of people that were still hiding the fact that they were even interested in it. Like, you know, it's like you wouldn't take before, you know, you wouldn't take someone like Megan the Stallion to even consider gaming to be a thing or anime for that matter. And it's nice to see just different people now our age or even sometimes older kind of really open it up, opening themselves up to saying that I do like these kind of genres and medias and not just be all like, you know, you know, we just only care about the club. And if it doesn't happen in the club, it didn't happen kind of thing. Like, it's nice to see people kind of dive into it. And I, I will say, like, trying to I think it it is harder to admit at least personally for me that you kind of like anime because really like that's uh that's when you try to find people who are like one-to-one like you know like when and I, i'll probably ask you the question um you know which is worse like kind of like a game you know being a, a gamer being a, like someone who's just into anime but i uh, one of the biggest things that happened to me like with with laura because you know like that's just not something you bring up on the date either or it's not something you bring up on the date or whatever <laughs> so it's not something that you kind of weed in so like you know she she understood that i was probably a gamer pretty early because it's kind of uh, apparent after a while but like anime is just not something that ever comes into conversation yet and kid you not she was trying to explain to me an old show that she watched and it was like oh it i just don't remember what type of cart because she thought it was american cartoon at first and she's like, uh, it just had like something about a boy with long silver hair and kind of like a red outfit. And, you know, they were, yeah, he was swinging around a big sword. And you're sitting there like, say it again. <laughs> it's like, you just kind of like keep giving me more details. I, I, I just have to make sure. I think I, I, I think I were. I think it is. And it's like, she didn't know the name for it at all. And, but she just, she remembered it. And I was like, you watch Inuyasha? What? <laughs> it's like, I had to like, I think I had like enough confirmation to say that. It's like, you watch Inuyasha? What? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Threw it out my phone. Just like that. It is like, does that? Yeah, that's it right there. Just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like you were just like the crazy oh, like what no yeah that's crazy like you say like do you understand you know what drug Ball Z is oh that one i for sure know oh really <laughs> like you start kind of like going through like a list you're like what did tsunami have uh, let's see like that's the only place it's either adult like either a tsunami or adult swim that's the only time that that place probably like that show ever probably showed and so they're like Oh, she's actually likes anime. She just didn't know about the concept of it. Yeah. Um, Toonami did a really good thing about that. They introduced everybody to anime without ever calling it at once anime. You know, yeah, at the same time, too. Like, I especially, I could see it from her because uh, since she spoke, she speaks Spanish, some of that, too. Like, I'm pretty sure she watched, like, um, oh my God, I can't think of it. The 
anime where the, he turns into uh, a girl when he gets hit with, with water. Roman half. Yeah, Roman one half. Like I'm pretty sure she watched that stuff because like it was very popular in Spanish, and the OG Dragon Ball was very popular in Spanish stuff like that on the Spanish channels. And like even if you didn't have cable or anything, it would be on like your regular antenna TVs here yeah. because since we're right next to Mexico and stuff like that, you would get those channels easily. So like I'm pretty sure she knew probably a little bit more about it and stuff like that for that reason. It's really crazy seeing like that that culture aspect of how like the Mexican culture really loves anime because it was shown a lot. <laughs> yeah, El Paso was weird like that because yeah, like while we were on this side in the United States, like we were watching the Frieza saga over and over and over. But like in um Mexico, literally across the border in Juarez, they were already watching all of GT. Like yeah. it was just like the 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 dynamic difference was just like staggering. And so like, how is it that they already know about all this stuff ha- coming out and Super Saiyan? And like, what are you even talking about? You know, it's just kind of like I I just remember like they keep fighting the same people and it just won't continue. But it was the biggest crazy thing, and it's kind of been one of our biggest things for our relationship as was actually like when I knew she liked anime. The geekiness kind of went off to a thousand at that point because <laughs> I kind of knew what she kind of liked as a baseline. Then I was like, "Oh, ramen half." You know, there's some comedy in there. Let me. I got you. Start testing water. Does she like Gundam? Not as much. We'll get away from that. So <laughs> does she like you know this? You know, we kind of just. It was fun because I, we were kind of experimenting of like, hey, she does. She knows nothing about this, but she's past the part that she's willing to watch it. And so it was probably one of the greatest things. Like, it was just like, ah, oh, like I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought this was going to be like a, on my side of the relationship. Like, oh, yeah, this is just my guilty pleasure when no one's around. <laughs> but it was so, it was just such a good thing. Like, it was just like I've been able to kind of jump in and that and stuff like that. So I, I do feel like for me, like being someone who likes anime is a little bit harder because there are some more cringier moments in anime stuff that like you don't. More. Like you that you have to explain like me and Mike would always try to like it explain out like whether or not like oh why does this girl look like a little girl but she's this I'm all like I really don't want to explain it vampire blah 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 like you know you don't want like you have to like try to defend stuff like that all the time but it was it is a little bit harder to like be like an anime fan than it is to just be a gamer because at that point being yeah. a gamer is not really all that intrusive like i'm a gamer just whatever take it as you is <laughs> yeah oh yeah like uh it's always one of those things because like i literally pretty much wear it on my sleeve because i freaking have <laughs> out of a tattoo and stuff like that but like uh it was similar to like it's funny because like with uh randa my partner now like she she already liked anime here and there and stuff like that same thing with like tsunami and stuff like that yeah. but like she had like a she had a friend and he would like he would see super and like he reads the mangas everything like that and all that stuff and he would always try to get her into it and stuff like that and everything and for some reason when it came to me like i just i sent her down like a rabbit hole and now she's like like i always joke around now that she's more of a weeb than i ever was and stuff like that because mm-hmm. she is literally like like with the jujutsu kaisen and stuff like that she is she is on top of the freaking manga and stuff like that she is waiting for the new season to come out on so she can see it animated and stuff like that she is ahead of the game and is already caught up already been caught up with chainsaw man and stuff like that you know we're reading the manga and stuff like that like yeah she is like she's going to that and she's getting to the point where like she's reading she's reading like uh, uh not fan fiction but like uh like the webtoons comics and stuff like that and everything like that or like korean stuff and things like that where she she goes to read things like that 
and stuff like that. Um, and goes into those aspects and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because especially because she does like the rom com stuff, and it's like, hey, I was like, dude, like you, you are definitely more of a than I am at this point. <laughs> like yeah, see, you beat me out. There are some people that do go in a spiral once they actually know about it. Like I think that's how it was with just manga and anime itself because Patrick's the one who introduced me to it all, like the like the books. And I like I liked what he was getting, but then I didn't really dive into it until I got like my first manga. Then, like, I've a few books later, I'm already like 400 books of collection. I had to literally go buy bookshelves at Walmart in order to kind of hold them all. Like, it was yeah. just now it's part of the decoration at this point. Yeah, but, it's funny. No, I, I just remember, like, it, it's, it's nice when someone does introduce you to something and then that becomes like your thing. I will say that because, yeah, like, gamer, I, I discovered by myself but being into anime but it was definitely like i said i didn't really recognize toonami as anime and like they did a really good job of hiding it um but like when it came to actually diving into the other aspects like rom-com harem anime um a lot of the more mystery ones and stuff like that even like stuff like jujutsu kaisen like more of the shonen like you actually know that you can put a name to something like, oh, yeah it's a shonen anime it's like it's it was definitely like a lot more eye-opening because you it was something that i feel like anime came in at the right time because i feel like i was old enough to enjoy it because yeah. it's definitely like it doesn't really come out uh, for like the kids as much as people say like sometimes like like the good anime is like yeah you gotta at least be 12 at least but yeah. 12 so that way we have some room to work with 16 so you can get the good stuff like it's you know they're just sometimes like anime just has like a good breath and you can't appreciate some of the stuff without like at least having some thought process around it. But I have a actual question for you though. Kind of, it won't be, a, it's not about anime stuff. It's more of a gaming aspect, but it, it intrigues me because like, uh, you're the oldest and stuff like that. So how, what, like what got you into gaming? Like at, at what point did it, it kind of was like introduced to you who, like, was it you find it completely on your own or someone bought you a system? Like, what got you into gaming? And then I, I could go on and explain, like, my backstory on that part, too, because I know mine is very different from yours. Yeah, because honestly, I think you you probably have a more clear picture how you did it. I think um, with a lot of the people that I grew up with when I was younger, both family and other kind of friends, I, I think it was just something that kind of crept in. Like, I didn't even realize it was a part of my my life like i was glad i still remember the first actual real console that i've that i was ever given was the super nes and i lost my little mind of it but i, I lost my mind more than nintendo 64 i was i was kind of like that kid with that whole meme about the nintendo 64 like, like i was not expecting i would get it at all and the fact that it was like there on christmas day was literally like i lost every every kind of common sense i could have had at that time but <laughs> it's really hard because i don't remember a time where like i don't remember if it was introduced to me or like it was one of those kind of like how kids are now like hey what is that can i try right and i feel like it was more like that like because i i always used to go over to um what what they're now friends now um uh, I call it a Felicia's house at the time because she had two daughters and I was always hanging out with them, especially if my parents went out 
they were kind of like the at night babysitters hanging out with them. They the ones who had the Sega Genesis. So I got to play Sonic, got to play like a lot of the like earlier Sonic games. And then like my cousin Darren, who used to live with me, we got to play a lot of like the Nintendo stuff. Like I played Nintendo on and off, but Super Nintendo's were really all the gaming kicked in. So I, I actually don't remember who got me into it. I just I don't remember a time when gaming wasn't a part of my life. I probably this is probably one of the things that I probably at literally asked my own mother of like when I actually started like changing like that because I didn't own the original Game Boy either. Like Game Boy Pocket was the first handheld pocket that I had, but my cousin had the Game Gear, like a big blue Game Gear, and we got yeah. to play that a lot. So I like you said, gaming just kind of ended up being a part of my life at a really young age, but I just don't know how it happened. Nice, that's interesting. Yeah, I know for me it was, it was brought into my life by because my older sister had an NES, but she didn't really play it often and stuff like that. And I was a little, little bit too young at the time to really realize anything from it. But it wasn't until she met her husband and he brought his NES over, and he introduced it to me and stuff like that. And he like, he he was like, here, like try this out. And we started playing like Duck Hunt together. Because he thought, as me being a little kid, was like the easiest thing to kind of get the con the concept of how to play the game. Can you just hold this and just try and shoot the duck? It's like, all right, cool. So like doing things like that, and then of course going into the the combination of that and Super Mario Brothers and stuff like that. And then at that point, um, since both of them uh, had a NES and stuff like that, and he would spend a lot of his time here at my parents' house and stuff like that, instead of being at home at his house. So he brought his NES over from there since it wasn't really being used. And I got to put it in my room and I just started going off on my own playing games. And he would sit around and play with me or watch me play games or I'd watch him play games. Like I watch him play uh, Metroid and beat it all the way through. I watched him play Castlevania. We would play uh, this game called Life Force, which is like a, those, like, it's a side-scrolling shooting game yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, you get power-ups and all that stuff. And that was what, that was the first game I got introduced to with the Konami code yeah. to get the extra lives over there because we would start playing it and they'd be like, all right, cool. And then like, I would die because you only start with three lives. I'm like, oh, it's already over. He's like, and he's like, watch this. And he would just do it and he would start it and boom, we had 32 lives. And I was like, what? Like my mind was blown. <laughs> and we were able to be able to beat the game that way. Like now I didn't have to worry about dying because I was like, oh, I have enough lives. I could just die, whatever, and keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and for like after that, um, my parents, they got me, collectively together, they, for Christmas, they got me the Super Nintendo. And that's where, like, from there is where I blew it off on my own. Like, I just, it was, at that point, it started to be every Friday night. My parents would like to go rent movies and stuff like that. And they would go rent movies. I'd go rent a video game. And I would try a new video game. Or I would get one that I had that couldn't my parents couldn't afford. And go back and rent it the next week and play it and play it until I beat it. Or just, what's this? Okay, what's this? Okay, what's this? And then it'd be like... All right, well, let's go to Hollywood video because we've been going to Blockbuster. It's all right, cool. Go to Hollywood. It's like, ooh, they don't have this game at Blockbuster. What's this? You know what I mean? And that's where like it just blew up, and like I just fell in love with it. I really appreciate Hollywood video. Like Blockbuster was always the go-to, but Hollywood video and then for El Paso, major players were like the two biggest yeah. like treats you could really do for yourself, just because it was just it was something different. But they always did bring something different for like every kind of console and game and. When you actually have more than one console like you there was a lot of playthrough you could do but like major players had like the more exotic stuff 
in their, yeah. their selection and stuff. Like they had like a lot of stuff to play. That's where I, I think that's where I first played Lunar One. After I played Lunar Two, um, basic for me, games and movies were my babysitter. Like they don't want to really have to worry about me going down the street or anything <laughs> because everything I wanted to do that was interesting was in my own bedroom. And I think the internet kind of, I want to say enhanced that, but it kind of just tried to put me in that kind of aspect. But even at an early age, I was using internet as a tool rather than like how I using it now. Like I think it, I definitely use the internet a lot more for my daily life stuff than like before when it was just kind of like, Oh, let me, I need to cheat code for the game. Like I can only get it from this box kind of thing. And cheat so, that time. <laughs> yeah. And so like every time, like you said, like I go to blockbuster, I go to Hollywood and, that's where I would get all those tapes, all those DVDs and stuff like that. And that's kind of what I've really always wanted. It's just like, hey, let's go, you know, go rent something and stuff. And I, over, I think it was probably like the more bigger times of me remembering when I actually got into those games. Because that's how I got a chance to play a lot of games. That's how I got a chance mm-hmm. to play like the Spider-Man game for um, Super NES. Um, I think the uh, Carnage or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That hard beat em up game. <laughs> Uh, Double Dragon gets when you got to play with other people. That's when Street Fighter came in. That's where the little Seven Up Pop thing came in. Yeah, um, and then also different Super Mario's and stuff like that. I think that it actually really got me into the Donkey Kong Country a lot because oh, yeah. like I didn't like I really love Donkey Kong Country three as a game, and I was really happy with myself when I was actually able to complete that game because it was like one of those bigger games. Or like yes, I was able to beat it completely and half of it was because i owned it but like i would always just rent like donkey kong one uh country one and two like those were like games that i played because it was a treat for five days versus it you know everything else but you knew i wasn't going anywhere if i had a game so you know my parents could have been like off you know having the time of their life for eight hours and i probably wouldn't have even noticed <laughs> it's like yeah. just one of those things where it's like i'm, I'm gonna be here like th- this is the kind of this is the happy that's where all, this is all where I want to be at. Yeah, like uh, the the way I like because I was the same way. I didn't get like a Game Boy. I ended up getting an actual uh, Game Boy Color as my first uh-huh. Game Boy, and it's because I got to play Pokemon from my friend because like he was a he was a, he was a single kid, not single. He was his, his single mom. It was just him and his mom, and so like she would buy him like all this cool stuff and everything, and uh, he he had he had the Game Boy and he had both red and blue. And so he was part of my soccer team. We'd see each other almost every other day for practice, plus the games. And we'd hang out afterwards, whether it was like my house, his house, and stuff like that. And so I got to play Pokemon Red that way because he was playing Blue. So I played that way, and I fell in love with it. And we would go on tournaments to like New Mexico, Arizona, stuff like that for soccer. And that's when my parents were like, okay, well, like they, we need something to keep him entertained because – uh, I was a super hyperactive kid and stuff like that. Even now, you can tell like I just can't sit still for the most part. <laughs> no, I and don't um, and uh, what's it called? Like uh, so, so like when I would go for a two hours or six hour car ride, it would be a pain in the butt because I'd be a pain in the butt because I get bored. And you know, I mean, I can only look outside for so long before I wanted to start annoying my parents. <laughs> and so they got me the Game Boy Color, got me my own freaking uh, Pokemon game, and. Got that little, I will never forget, I got the little light. And there's a gold snake light. And it had a little snake head on the top of the light. And before we leave for the trips, my parents would get a pack of batteries, put it next to me in the van. I would sit in the back by myself. My sisters would be there. They would be hanging out, have doing their thing. And I would just be playing my Game Boy. 
and I was just having, having the time of life, dude. And that's it. All of a sudden, I realized, oh, wait, we're there. We're at the hotel. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Batteries. And do you remember those? <laughs> yeah. uh, even the controllers now are rechargeable. <laughs> uh, I remember that. I remember losing a lot of stuff because I didn't have enough battery power. I was like, I just got to keep doing it. I just got to get to this point. And then that, that slow turn off is like, no. <laughs> I remember uh, being like mind blown because uh, one of my friends in soccer team, we were going to we were going to Arizona for a tournament, and we decided like all all three families are going together. We're good. Like we're really nice. They're really cool with each other and stuff like that. So it was like three minivans driving together, and so us three kids all sat in one minivan together to hang out. And his his mom had gone in the Game Gear, and I mean I didn't I knew about the Game Gear, but I never like ever played it or held it and stuff like that. And so it blew my mind, like playing Sonic on that thing and be like, holy crap, this thing is so colorful and it looks gorgeous. Like, what the heck? Like, even when I was little, then I realized, like, oh, my God, this is this is a beautiful game. You know what I mean? So, like, because I was just used to my Pokemons and freaking Tetris and stuff like that on my Game Boy Color, which is like, yeah, you got it here and there, but just not to that level. Uh, te- do you remember Tetris Attack? Yeah, <laughs> that that game doesn't get enough credit. That that was a real fun game. <laughs> Back then, especially, that yeah. I, one thing I liked about the Game Boy Color because you could change the the color of like the older Game Boy games to whatever. Yeah, color you like I was playing like Pokemon in negative color. It was like this black <laughs> everything with white lines. It's like, yeah, yeah I did that too. <laughs> you know, do like do like the purple version of it. You're just like, you yeah. just do whatever. You're just like, oh, you could do all kinds of, I would, it was like select. You just kept hitting select or something. Yeah. Keep changing the color. Like, that, that was crazy times. But I think we talked a few about like being a gamer, what type of gamer, when you had to, fight yourself or fight other people about the type of gamer you are and what's worse than being a gamer. But I think uh, for like kind of like the last kind of like 20 minutes of our show kind of talk about or like some of the type of gaming stuff is that maybe this is a weird question, but was there a time that you wanted to be a certain type of gamer? Like, did you ever wish that you could be more serious with gaming like if you could have done it esports or did you ever wish that you wanted to be a gamer that at some point just end up making games and being able to kind of live in the space like was there any time that you wanted to fail you want to get to a higher level or get to a certain point than you did back then for me it was always i always wanted to be really really good at street fighter like that was the game i always wanted to be good at because uh my, I had my Super Nintendo, and then my brother-in-law's friend had Street Fighter Two, and he would take me over to his house a couple of times, and we would take turns playing together, all three of us, so that which is funny because it was like me hanging out with teenagers, so that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like at some point, his friend let him borrow the game, and then his friend moved away and never asked for it back, and so I got to keep it, and so I got really good at Street Fighter Two at one point because I would just play it all the time. And whenever friends would come over or there'd be an arcade of it and stuff like that, I could always beat my friends at it and stuff like that. And then Street Fighter 3 came out and 4 and even up to 5 and stuff like that. It's like Street Fighter's always been my fighting game and stuff like that. But because of growing older, having a kid, and just not having the time to put the dedication to it, I just fell off of it. You know what I mean? Like I was decent at Street Fighter 4 at one point, but never like good, good. 
And then now, like, my friends, some of that now are really, really good at Street Fighter Five, and I'm super stoked for Six because it's like, I, like, it's like, cool, like, I have friends again who really, really love this game and stuff like that, so I need to get good at it. And so Street Fighter was always a game that I really will always want to be, like, the like the best at that in uh, Mortal Kombat as well. Yeah. I, I remember you said I really love Killer Instinct. Like, Killer Instinct was just one of the fighting games I really liked. I actually, at a point, did like Killer Instinct better than Street Fighter. Just because of the type, like the type of game it was and stuff, but oh, yeah. I think I played like literally every single Street Fighter. Um, and so it's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Street Fighter is kind of like one of those things you kind of grew up with too. Like it, when you think about fighting games, like Street Fighter is like the first thing that comes out, and then you had Mortal Kombat for you know the other type of fine gentlemen that like that kind of thing <laughs> and uppercuts. But oh, I mean, for me, like, well, you kind of already know. Like I've always. I mean, I got to a point after a while where I do wish I could be a little bit more competitive, like in like a real setting, but it's just not a thing. Like I'm, I like to be competitive as far as just playing, but not necessarily like in a t- actually going to a tournament. Even when I play card games, like it took a while for me to actually go to like the shops and play at the tournaments and stuff because it was just like, yeah, it could, but then I have to deal with the stress, I got to deal with all the other <laughs> stuff. Like there's just something that you're just like, oh, you don't want to be the guy who goes home first round kind of thing. But there are other times where, like, I mean, I think I, I grew in the fact that I wanted to, like, make video games because I think, well, like, we talked about one of our episodes before about kind of, like, can games expire people? And, you know, for, I think we both kind of came to a conclusion, and I think that's what it was. It was like, you know, games brought me so many joy or so much joy. What can I do to, like, keep that joy going? And I think, like, as I got older, it was one of those things where it's like, I know I can keep loving games if I was actually working on them too, kind of thing. Um, pretty naive because I know a lot of people like who may like love games or may like love making games, probably don't play as many games as they wish. You know, it's something that you kind of learn when you get older. Like sometimes when you actually have to do the thing that you love, like maybe is it, it becomes a little bit more taxing than you thought it could be. But <laughs> Is that's just something that you learn when you turn thirty? Everything's more taxing, but it's it's been a fun ride. Like I've been liking the fact that I can kind of move on to certain stuff and be able to try working at certain things. And I think I still, even regardless of whether or not I my mood to that space or not, that I actually still just like gaming for gaming as much as I don't play it as much as I used to, but. I don't. I I do wish sometimes I I could be more competitive, but I think I just enjoy playing the game more than I enjoy like actually winning all the time. It's just not a thing. Like, and I I, I just could never see myself being like the top Street Fighter player. Right. There, there was a lot of mechanics and stuff that I knew. Like, I think uh, melee is probably a great example of like you know, there's a certain level or certain bridge that you had to cross in order to be like a great melee player and stuff. And it, and mainly if you can't wave dash and you're not playing with the rest of these people, <laughs> it's yeah. like just one of those things where it's all like, you ain't rave dashing, you ain't beating nobody. The kind of thing. Like that's kind of what the upper echelons of super smash brothers was. And so I was like, uh, if I want to start doing like that, then I might not like it as much. So I, but I, I do wish sometimes I could be a little bit more competitive like that. I always wanted to be just competitive enough to like join tournaments and not necessarily win, but just like 
be able to challenge myself and even if I got my butt kicked by other people, at least I like you know I got to be like, all right, cool, like I almost got him and stuff like that. Like I got to do that with uh uh with Guitario actually I got to do that where uh there was like a tournament that happened and stuff like that. It was at a bar <laughs> and I wasn't uh, twenty one yet and stuff like that and my brother in law took me because he would play guitar with me all the time because he, he played actual guitar and so guitar was like a nice like breath of fresh air for him where he could just turn his brain off, have a couple of beers at the work and just play along. Yeah. And uh he took me to a tournament and stuff like that and I actually got a second place. I got to the final round and then I got beat by this other dude and stuff like that. And I was just like like to me it was like, oh cool, like like that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to just be able to test how good I was anyway against other people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, like it gave me that satisfaction like, okay, cool. I'm not bad at this game. <laughs> like heck yeah, that's awesome. I remember I won second place um, at a kill zone tournament and I like I just I don't play a lot of shooter games, but it's not me like can't, right? But my mistake was the fact that like I should have threw a grenade in order to get more kills to get the points and I just ended up not thinking about it. Because yeah. I was doing well as far as just shooting. Like I like I think when it comes to shoot like first person, like I'm, I'm kind of competent. Um, as much as I kind of like, maybe not as much anymore, but back then I was like, yeah, no, I could probably play it. Golden, I trained me for this. Um, <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like, uh, like I, I enjoyed it, but it was kind of like sad that I was like, I was so close to it. Yeah. But like those are the times where I'm like, oh, I mean, at least I wasn't the guy who walked in and just got shot in the head and that was it. Like, you yeah. know, like that's like, you always like prayed not to be at the bottom kind of like thing. It's like, I think that's like always like the goal. It's like, Hey, don't kind of get off. Like, I think I did that for a Tekken tournament because it was like, I like Tekken, but I'm not the way that you have to play Tekken. It's just not something that's really ingrained with me, especially 3d movement. And oh, yeah. like, I, I got shot out the first um, turn on that one. And I was kind of sad. It was like one of the, ah, oh, what's that? Like summer El Paso, like hard, Raw kind of thing that uh, KLAQ puts on. Uh, that would be like downtown, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think it was like I think it was called like the Street Festival or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like Street Fest or something like that. Uh, that's when I got to play a lot more tournaments and stuff. I, I wish tournaments were more lo- um, uh, was it normalized in El Paso like back then? Because I feel like like when you see other people able, like, well, I'm just gonna travel to this place with a bunch of friends. We're gonna do this tournament over here. Yeah, close enough. But for us in El Paso, it's like, I mean, the only thing is close to Las Cruces, and that's still 40 minutes. <laughs> it's like, we don't have parents that are that cool to take us over there, you know? And yeah. it's, it's Las Cruces. Like, everything, people probably come to El Paso, not the other way around. <laughs> you know, so when people are, like, in San Antonio or in Houston or in Dallas, it's like, oh, like, yeah, we we have all these type of tournaments we could play out for the weekend and stuff. And it's like, for real. I, I do wish it was a little bit more normalized and stuff. And then I probably would if I had like more like formality with it. But now it's just kind of like, I, I don't even think about kind of joining a tournament. It's like, oh, multiverse is having a tournament. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, because the game's at a point where it's all like, yeah, no, if I got to play this one character, like I'm just going to get shut out because it's just, it's dumb. I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to do that to embarrass myself. But I, I will do it just to have like have like fun, like just playing like other good people at the game. But that's just one of the things that I kind of feel uh you, you kind of get to some sort of acceptance after a while. Like you just you accept that I ain't making money from this. <laughs> it's yeah. like like no, I, I I'm gonna like, try. <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't do the like I could probably do this as a Twitch streamer, but I can't do this as like I could be on a, a team or be scouted at any time soon. <laughs> yeah. But 
we still got a few more minutes. I think we could probably talk about another topic. That was just kind of one of those things I kind of like just thought about when it comes to being your own type of gamer. But how would I say it? Um, are you a gamer that gets interested in the over amount of things you could do in a game? Or are you a gamer that um, ha- you like things that have a solid concept? I think I'm at the point where I like a solid concept. Like I am seeing myself being more intrigued about indie games that are smaller than about games that have like a, a lot of things you could do at once, stuff like that. It's like you, you give me a pretty a good concept, like maybe weird art style for an indie game and stuff like that, and I will be all over it. I will have a blast. I mean, honestly, I might not even beat it sometimes, even though it's like something that's kind of small and stuff like that. Like some games probably take like five to ten hours to beat or less around there, and I just won't beat them, but. I enjoyed my time that I had with them a lot because there's like, okay, this is a simple concept. This is fun. This is easy. I'm going to, you know, like, this is exactly what I wanted for this moment of time when it came to gaming and stuff like that. Uh-huh. What about you? Um, I think, like, I want to say that I'm a solid content kind of person because uh, I feel like uh, the games I play now, like, you play, like, Assassin's Creed now, you play Horizon Zero Dawn. They're, they're good games, but they're checklist. And yeah. so, like, you like the fact that you could do a lot, but I like doing it because of the stories are tied to them, not because, like, I have to get everything, I have OCD, I have to get everything off the board. Um, but I think I, there are a lot of times where, like, that, that single concept has been sold. And I think I tend to like those a lot. I, and I think I said it before, like, especially like a lot of simple concepts, when you have like a really simple concept that kind of you, dived into it more and it becomes like a really crazy thing and you're just like wow i'm playing hide and seek but with guns like you know it's kind of like usually something where they kind of take you like in another level like oh like like among us is a good one where it's just kind of like the idea of like somebody in your group is an imposter you know it's not a hard concept it's just kind of like saying like who's who's it who's the werewolf in the group you know but it's like it's nice when you put in and like okay everybody's trapped and they have to do some work kind of thing like you, you like those solid concepts of like this game had a, you know, it came from like a different type of game that these people used to play. And they're like, well, how do we sell it to be like this? And you see how the concept evolved and you see how people really change it to something else. And I tend to really like those games. I also notice that a lot of times those games I don't go to first. Like those games have to really prove it to me more. Like I, Among Us has to prove it to me that it's worth playing. Like it's nice seeing people, but they're having fun because of the interaction with other people. You know, the, the game's fun itself, but it's also fun watching them like lie people lying to each other when you know who's lying, kind of thing. Yeah. Like that that's more fun than probably what the game was actually doing, versus like I'm probably gonna buy Assassin's, the next Assassin's Creed. Like that's already on pre-order and it doesn't even come out to like sometime next year. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I know I know where what what I am. Like I know what I'm gonna go do and stuff. But like I do really love cause that's like I think that's probably like one of like the more higher um how would I say like accolades I can give somebody or like just praises I could give somebody that it's like, oh yeah, your concept was so solid. I understood how to play it, everything was great about it. And I, 
I can't say anything else. Like this, that you know, I really love this game for this one reason. Absolutely, like uh, oh, like I'm I'm super excited to. I want to. I've been meaning to jump into it since I have it and I could get it on PC and stuff like that. But like everyone's been talking about it because it's gonna come to console Game Pass and it's a, a Vampire Survivors. Oh like, yeah, like I like I have that game. I'm gonna download it. I'm literally good. I was gonna download it today and stuff like that. Cause it's like that sounds like my type of game right now, where it's just simple, it's easy. It, everyone talks about how fun it is, some of that. It's a simple concept and stuff like that. It's like, okay, yeah, that could be my jam because I could just play a couple like twenty minutes of that, some of that here and there, and just have the time of my life with it. That Vampire Survivor is definitely a game that I've always heard but never really seen. And every time I look at like a, a still image shot of it, I'm like, what is this? Like, how do people want this? But I hear a lot of people play it, and some people I've I've heard nerd conversations around it that it's just like, yeah, people are really into this title. Like I'm really really surprised. But I've outside of that, I haven't really seen a lot of it or like been like a part of the conversation and stuff like that. But it, most things are like that. Like um like I really haven't played Elden Ring. I I almost almost went and bought a copy because of how everybody was playing it. But then I remember Sekiro, and I was like, ah. Eh. I'll hold out. Um, I'll wait. Black Friday's coming now. Uh, finally, is November, so Black Friday. I'm I'm searching for the game. I, I'm hoping the game comes out. Yeah, yeah. If it's thirty sure. bucks or lower, I'm buying it. Like just, I mean, just buy, just be part of the collection. But like, I'll definitely buy it at that point. Yeah. Um, same thing with most games. Like I think I did that with Grand Theft Auto too. Like everybody was playing Grand Theft Auto Five and losing their mind on it, and it's like, ah, oh, I just don't like Grand Theft Auto type of. Like gameplay, me either, me either. But, but it's like but people are having so much fun about it. Like it, it got game of the year. There has to be something behind it besides the way that you play the game. And I bought it like twenty five bucks and stuff. And I'm not sure if I opened it. And like it's just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> like I know I wanted to play, but it's like I think I was collecting them like Pokemon, but not using them. <laughs> <laughs> just put them in the box. <laughs> Pretty much, like I, I'm, I'm redoing like the the game room right now because we finally bought some shelves, but we got to go buy some more because I just I have that many games. Um, <laughs> but then I realized like I have a ton of PlayStation games that are still wrapped because I had the concept that I liked it. And yeah. some things I like I had to rip off a lot of like like my best buy name for the orders that I have for them. Or like some of them were like, oh, 20 bucks, you know, but Walmart, they're $15 stickers still on them. And I yeah. was just like, man, I haven't touched a lot of stuff. Like I have Persona Q and I'm all like, I bought the collector's edition, but I don't remember actually playing the game. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, know you did that I played the first one. Like I like oh, okay, the okay. first one. But like the second one, I was like, oh, I have it. And like, I actually have the box kind of mint condition. But I was like, but did I actually play it? I remember I got mad at my dog for biting the butt of the dog. But that was about it. I don't remember actually like popping it into the handheld. I think when I finally, it was weird. Like when I finally started living on my own, it was harder for me to play mobile game or not mobile games, games on the game, like the 3DS and stuff because I didn't, Feel like I needed to take a game anywhere now because I'm at home. Like I'm at home, I can play all the like console games. You know? Yeah, that's funny. So that's like, oh, I just kind of remember that. But yeah, like I just, I was just kind of looking over the collection. It's like I got a lot of Switch games I haven't even touched. I still haven't touched uh, Octopath Traveler. I've been meaning to want to play and stuff like that. But I think I think when I see RPG, I think like, oh, uh, I don't think I have eighty hours though right now. 
Like, even right now, I'm like, I'm having a hard time like playing Gotham Knights consecutively because it's like I have to like wait till everything else in my life is done before I actually go into the room and play it. Right. But it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I want to get around to it, but you know, do I have enough time? Do I have a feeling about it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, you know, I want to kind of jump into it, but it's not as easy like it's just like one of those things where it's like oh yeah i just i guess i don't have as much time as i did or the game is not that engaging where i i want to finish everything and jump at it but right so yeah that's kind of what i do right now and i just kind of noticed that because i was all like oh here's like all my ps2 ps3 games and like those are all open like i only found like three like games i've never actually touched or open it's funny because like a lot of them i remember the story behind them like oh like i remember getting like eternal poison or whatever like i like i remember having to hunt down, hunt down that game because i just liked like the box art and stuff like that but i know i never played it because it was still rap and it was just like one of those things i like was the, and i think it was when i found out what the actual gameplay was i think is what kind of stopped me but i'm not a person that really returns stuff or trade in own games for other things right normally i normally keep my gaming collection with me it's just one of those things that i i probably sell a console because i need to then i will actually sell the games for that console yeah i, I like I, i'm just like one of those people but <laughs> uh, that's that's my current project is redoing the game the the whole gaming thing uh game room and trying to figure out what to do with all the statues and stuff because that's starting to be a, a little bit of a pain too <laughs> <laughs> The statues add up, man. Yeah, but I I think we're pretty much at a good time. You know, I know it says two hours on the live stream, but I know we um, started the stream a little early just to kind of early people able to come in and stuff and all that. So it was one of those things where it's like I think I opened up enough. I think you opened up enough. I think we walk away with type of gamer we are compared to what Bino said, but. Or adventurers yeah we, i think i think we just need to be worried about just how adventurous we are you know we just need to go out and explore some gaming right now and i think a friday night's the perfect time to do that heck yeah but with everything that we said and everything that we talked about we do appreciate everybody for joining the call you know having fun with us telling us what you thought about everything and uh, hopefully you had a chance to kind of look at the survey too and see what type of game you are hopefully it wasn't also oh. adventurous because you know we did I, i'm all hoping that somebody else maybe got like the, the one secret one that's on there and stuff like there but we do appreciate you for spending time with us and if you didn't have a chance to come with us on the podcast and we're always going to be here friday at 7 um, p.m central time 8 p.m eastern if you want to be able to reach out to us at twitter is always available and stuff and we kind of got a lot of stuff kind of going on we got a lot of stuff that we're preparing we're trying to get like the audio versions of the podcast so if you're hearing the audio version right now you know this doesn't really pertain to you but for everybody else about our future plans we are trying to kind of branch out the podcast out to other normal means so people can be able to listen to them the way that they listen to podcasts today but until then i really do appreciate it hopefully chris does as well and we just want to say thank you for joining us today See you next time. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitch. But until then, talk to you later. Bye.
How's it going, everybody? Thank you for listening to the audio version of Gaming Over 30. If you love what you hear and would like to join the conversation next time, please come hang out with us every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific at twitch.com slash gamingover30podcast or youtube.com slash at gamingover30. Till next time, and we hope to see you there.